Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing with yeah, the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats who rescue, turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we stand toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 51 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry, and joining me, as always, my co-host. First, we got Trev Moneyline Stores. <laughs> That's right, boys. The season is over. Let's talk about it. It is. It is done, done, and done. And we also have Stoner, who doesn't have a 401k anymore. <laughs> If you if you if you, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, it's all right. You just got to check out all bets aside on Sunday, where we had a little bit of fun. It's our new betting cha- our betting show that we have on our channel. And uh, Stoner's lock of the week did not pan out the way that he thought it would. Nah. And I'm not glad that I told people do not do what Stoner is telling you to do. And I hope Stoner <laughs> didn't do what he was telling people. Hey, to he, do, def- he definitely did, did not pan he out. Did. Did hey, not pan I'm, out. Not res- I'm not responsible for what you all do with your money. I'm just trying to give you tips. And if you if you actually spent your 401k <laughs> and bet it on a football game, that's on you, not on We me. do I mean, say bet responsibly when we do You did show. say that, but you also told the people to not listen to us, but only listen to you. Yeah. And your tip was to bet the 401k. So if you yeah. want people to listen to your tips – they're gonna bet their 401k. That's so. not hey, the only way, only place he went wrong. And I, now I'm gonna leave that as a teaser Ooh. for now because hey. I'm just gonna finish out the rest of the uh, the, the housekeeping <laughs> here. So we stream live, changing it up a little bit. So one, we've moved the time for our stream to 7:30, uh, mm-hmm. just a half hour change there. We're hoping more people are able to join us this way. Uh, helps us out a little bit as well. Same great, same great content we're going to be bringing you. Only it's now going to be straight focus on the Washington football team on our Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. We were still going to bring you all the great talk as far as all of the DC sports on our channel. So we're still going to keep refing the entire district on the channel. Uh, the flagship program here, the Wednesday uh, podcast that you can find on all audio platforms, that is going to be Washington football team specific, uh, but mm-hmm. you'll find some other videos, much like our Deshaun Watson video that came out yesterday, will be posted throughout the week, and those will have sometimes Caps focus, sometimes Wizards focus, which will actually have a Wizards focus one coming out later this week as they've hit the halfway point of the season, mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. right now as well. So those are big things that were coming up here. Want to give a shout out to those who are in the chat. We got EP, P-Dub, and Big Moves. Timus, always enjoy those. Oh, I can't forget my mom's out there as well. Uh, See her in the sea of comments. We appreciate everyone who's joining us. Uh, Lots of people had things to say about our our video yesterday on on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of people, you'll notice... Trev is wearing a hat because some of those comments were were geared towards. Uh, no, nah, that's not that's not why I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> I'm still balled up under this hat. I don't give a damn. I'm just wearing a hat because it's who I am. Because <laughs> it's cold outside, right? Uh, yeah, even though yeah, I'm inside. Cold. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, as you can see here on our our graphic, we are going to cool down with some NFL playoff talk during the game. We're going to be talking about the year in review, and there we're actually going to hit some of these questions that big moves you got in the uh, the chat right now. We will actually will be getting to those, uh, but we're going to warm up just with some friendly banter about that that college football playoff game, Georgia versus Alabama, and a recap. And remember that little teaser <laughs> that I had out there about how oh, you know yeah. that wasn't the only time that Stoner was wrong. Stoner, right. who did you tell our our listeners to to bet on? Yeah, man. Well, unless you can prove otherwise, I said put all your money on Georgia. Hmm. So. I can prove otherwise. There is a video. <laughs> There's yeah. graphical yeah. evidence out okay. there as well. Yeah, I actually right. can probably bring up the graphic right now. No, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I I thought Alabama was going to win this game. I mean. 
when you just what? look at two teams that are very even, I, it usually just comes down to the quarterback. That's my philosophy. But in this case, they the senior walk former walk on outperformed uh-huh. the Heisman yep. Trophy winner. It's exactly. just it happened that way, and also the defense for Georgia was fantastic. But usually, I go for the guy, go for the team that has the better quarterback. But I was wrong in this case. Okay, I was wrong. Whatever. I, I don't know that he's the better quarterback everybody. right yeah. now because because uh, Bennett showing up drunk to his oh, interview. Oh man, that was hilarious. As he should have, man. He went <laughs> through right. hell and high water to get to where he was on on Monday night. He did. He man. deserves to be hammered on on live TV. That was dope. Yeah, it was it was it was absolutely something uh, something to behold there watching that young man try to just get through that interview. Yeah, <laughs> he needed an IV. Yeah, he did. But good for hey, him. Uh, he's he's twenty one, right? Got a, oh, yeah. got a, serious, yeah. got a question. Um, got an do answer. You think, do you think maybe Nick Saban or Alabama will look to a new strength and conditioning or something, or maybe some heavier wide receivers because. Their wide receivers are all very little and fragile, and they blow out their knees very easily. Some they get injured well, very easily. Well, Devontae I Smith will, was one of like remember how, how small he is. He's right, but he didn't blow out his knee, right? No, but James Jameson Williams, uh, John Michi, like you know, they're all yeah. But I have a counter guys. to that. I, I know. Have it's just a question. I Jerry wasn't... Judy, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. I know. Cooper, Cooper, Henry. Amari who? Amari who? Cooper. Cupia, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Suggs. Uh, who else am I forgetting? Henry Ruggs. Yeah, the guy for uh, Vegas. Yeah, Ruggs, not Suggs. Yeah, you said. Oh, did Suggs. I say it's Suggs? Ruggs. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Henry Suggs. Ruggs. Suggs is a but, linebacker, you know, and uh, so you take know, all those. You take all not, those guys. I mean, it happens once in a while, right? Doesn't that, doesn't that happen once tra- in a while? Travis, like, I, w- I didn't take hasn't a stance happen, on has, this. He was just asking your question. In the same season, two your two top wide receivers. Think it's just a out. freak. I think honestly, it's a freak freak yeah, incident. I there. Think it's and freak. One of the things that people did point out was they play on grass the majority of the season, if not the yeah. entirety of the season, and then the going to bad. play on the astroturf. That was problematic. They think, and, and honestly, the the. Um, the young kid who injured himself on Monday, that one was a freak uh, accident. Excellent catch mm-hmm. by him, but it was just happened to be as he was as he was twisting and trying to get himself facing forward, mm-hmm. his just his knee buckled there. Uh, yep. So you do wish those gentlemen a a, a big, you know, a, you know, a healthy recovery and get them back, you know, quickly. I do think that 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 particular injury was big, and they that would have put the game. A little bit closer. Um, yeah, absolutely. When when so. you lose your two top receivers over the course of a few weeks, it's going to affect your game. And they had to rely on freshmen. Now these freshmen that they had to rely they're on five star recruits still. Yeah, sorry. they're going they're going to be NFL studs in a few years. But yeah. right now they're just not ready for that big stage yet. And you Do saw you think Bryce the one was? kid. Yeah, I thought Bryce was fine. There was. Did you not co- see that one throw throws. that he made with the with the defender just? Pancaking him, it yeah, was a, that was a pro uh, level uh, throw, yeah. and then his receiver okay. the guy dropped. dropped. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the true freshman dropped it when he when he put it right into his bread basket. Those things are going to happen. Whatever the better team won. Georgia was the better team. You guys were right. I blew. I blew Go that dogs. call. I was I was right, like threefold. I picked Georgia. Oh, I, I picked I, Georgia I, two weeks ago when, when Stoner said he picked Georgia at first. Remember that? I know I you did. Georgia okay. there too. We'll see, but I, I, I picked see? Georgia. Yeah, I don't see the points. I took the points. <laughs> Trev took money. The, the money line. He didn't want to take the points. He thought he was just like ah, Alabama could make this like a one point game, which for the longest time I was a little worried about that. Uh, and I took I the Alabama. under, but I was worried there at the end. I was uh, I was I was watching with a good friend of the podcast, uh, uh, Corey Sanchez on the Warpath. Make sure you head out there and subscribe mm-hmm. to his channel if you haven't already. And um, Toothpick from First String Podcast, head out there and subscribe if you haven't already. They were watching and streaming the game. I was watching with them, and myself and Corey had the under, and we thought Saban was out to get us on that last drive because I thought he was just going to take a field goal just to just. Just to get you, 
just yeah, to no. get you because it looked like he was definitely trying to drive for some points, uh, oh, which yeah. would have made Toothpick happy because Toothpick took the over. But <laughs> it ended up being it ended up being the under after all. And yep. everyone yep. was happy, and by everyone, I mean me. Yeah, I because at, I think I like <laughs> on average it was like sixty, almost seventy percent of all the sports books had the over. So there was a lot of unhappy people. You guys happy. You guys nailed it. Sports of course. all had the overs. I'm so a sports most guru, money, dude. <laughs> you are. Hey, you almost nailed your upset pick. I mean, they only lost by like 30. So you almost got it. I, I almost got it. Guru. Well, hold on. Hold on. We actually did some dollar dollar right before the game. How, how, uh, how yes, we, we how did. How did those? Stoner and Trev said that um, N'Kobe Dean would have two sacks. Oh, you went he, with me, Stoner? Yeah, of course yeah. I did. I know. That was dumb. That, <laughs> that was, was dumb. dumb. <laughs> um, Nathan me, said me. no chance. All right, so Trevor said Georgia. Okay. Trevor said Georgia was going to win by twelve. How many they went by? They won by what was 15. it? 33, 18, 15, 15. right? So oh, Stoner and Nathan went against that. Sports guru. Stoner said Bryce Young was going to have three total touchdowns. I don't even know if How he many had. One. Yeah, oh, did he even have one? Did he have yeah, one? Yeah, he was tied in across the middle. It was a low throw. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor and Nathan went against that, and then Nathan said Zamir White would have over fifty-five yards. Trevor said no. I didn't get on on that one. So, so I think Nathan out. might have been like four and zero oh on that. No, was there a Bryce one. Young I was, interception? I was three and one. That was three and mm-hmm. one. Was there a Bryce Young interception bet on there too? I, I made one, but you guys well, never consummated. You, he threw two too. Yeah. I know. He threw I, I I said it. You guys didn't like that one, so I made I made the rush, running one. Never and that. you guys didn't like that one, but Trav <laughs> forced you guys to picking one or the other. You guys took the running one. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. How what? many <laughs> pros were on that field Monday night? How many would you guys guess? And um, I'm not Kobe talking Dean. about I'm not talking about just starters and players. I mean all those true freshmen who aren't who aren't even playing yet that are studs. How the hell are we I supposed mean, to say that? I'm just I'm just asking your opinion. I'm not asking you to give me the exact <laughs> how, how, ten, how many pl- five five to ten in both teams. No, yeah. more than that. Probably yeah, probably, way, probably way more. T- if he's talking like up and down the roster. If you're yeah. if you're talking freshmen that we we really like even like the Georgia freshmen who we haven't really seen you know play yet you're yeah. probably looking at probably twenty you know yeah I'm with per big team? moves on this Each one team? 20, 25, 30 per team I yeah. would say twenty five to thirty per team I would say there's yeah, I would say, probably I would say sixty pros out there I say twenty I mean to 30. the amount of talent that these studs in the SEC get I mean the last three champions LSU Alabama, Georgia. Yep. The the Absolutely. amount of studs that they get on their teams is just incredible. The talent is just unbelievable. So it was a fun game to watch. You're basically watching an NFL game when you watch that game. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching. I stayed up. Maybe a it. USFL game. Maybe a college football game is what we were watching. Well, what I'm saying. I'm with, I'm with you on Trev. I'm with you on that one. I'm with, I'm with Trev on this one. Oh it's not an gosh. NFL game. No. I'm with I'm, it's I, that's why I was just like, it's not an NFL game. The USFL is that is the new thing coming out this year on Fox, yeah, it's coming out in the which is going to have a bunch of you know Antonio D-list Brown. talent. But yeah, Alabama and, and Georgia they have some good players. Uh, Washington, what? You, they might have Alabama a couple. Does, yeah, they got suck, a couple good players. We'll have to talk about <laughs> this year. Wait, right as we get to the game, stick with us. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has six stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. All right, welcome back to the game, folks, where we're going to be breaking down the Washington football year in review. Uh, Jason Dela Cruz, yes, you should subscribe. Thanks for what? jumping in what? on us. Uh, what kind of question is that? That's shout out a, also that's to Washington Football Addicts. Check out to <laughs> their channel as well. Uh, they create some great content out there. Uh, a big shout out to Steve and his gang of, uh, of fans, uh, fan-created content. 
gentlemen, season yep. did not end how we wanted it to. Uh, we all, if Doesn't we look ever. back at our season <laughs> predictions, uh, we all had more than seven victories. Uh, mm-hmm. Did not, did not, uh, did not go well. No. Where, where do you think things went wrong for Washington this year? Taylor Heineke as a starting quarterback. That's fair. That's, That's step absolutely one. fair. Step one. I mean, I know he. Had, I know he came in under unfortunate circumstances. It wasn't like he was handpicked and won the competition, but due to the unfor- unfortunate circumstance of Ryan Fitzpatrick going down with that probably career-ending injury, we had mm-hmm. to go to Taylor Heineke as our starting quarterback, and that was step one because we all knew what Taylor Heineke had from last season. So. Well, I don't know if we all knew yet. We all suspected. A lot of people suspected that he mm-hmm. wasn't the, the caliber of quarterback that you need in the NFL. Because yeah. the one game that we saw him in the playoff game against Tampa Bay, he was fantastic. And that's mm-hmm. what got the whole Heineke hype. What What is it, the Heineke? Heineke Hive. Hive. Got the whole yeah. Heineke Hive going and everything because of that yeah. one game they saw. So a lot of people thought that maybe he could be the answer, but he proved he's obviously not the answer. I think it started before that. And you guys, and I know what you. At, I know what it started. Right, with. you know I can, where I I'm can, going, and I can answer for you. It started OTAs. That's when right. Pe- well, certain people you, weren't showing up, and you killed me for saying that. For saying that Chase you. Young not showing up to OTAs, not just because it's Chase Young, but he was the only one not showing up to OTAs, and that set a tone for the rest of the year, in my opinion. I don't think that's necessarily a big deal in terms of on-field performance but it's a it's a mindset it's a it's a leadership quality that you have to show when you are the defensive rookie of the year you have to do things that aren't necessarily fun but you have to show that that guy that you're bumping heads with day in and day out every game that I'm here I'm with you and we're going to go to this war this football war together and that set the tone for the whole year. I'm sorry, it did. He should have been. I, I agree Trev's with raising you. his hand. I agree with you. I'm with you. I'm most, with you, Trev. I am for the most part. I am. You're yeah. right. It makes it makes. But he was also defensive rookie of the year. Business mm-hmm. opportunities came a calling. Had mm-hmm. to happen right then and there, and he took them. If you want people at OTAs, you should probably change the word voluntary mm-hmm. to mandatory. Because that's the only way you're going to get everybody to show up. I know you can preach and preach and preach. You should be here so we can go to war together. But yeah. Chase Young proved that earlier this year. Business opportunities kind of outweigh voluntary OTAs simply because the word is voluntary. And that's the problem, Trev. That's yes, the that's problem. the problem. It no, the be- problem is that his business opportunities took precedent over the team. But also the NFL a is a business. Here. It's a business as well, It is well, a business. Bro. And, and they have to look out for themselves. What if that was a, a career-ending injury he had? Literally, yeah. So that could that could matter. I want to point out here, I'm, I'm pretty sure Stoner in, was included in this group. Stoner, by all means, <laughs> correct Stoner's me if I'm point. wrong here. Uh, but after Chase Young this. took down Cam Newton in the first preseason game, oh. There say? was a large vocal, well, maybe not large, but there was a vocal group of fans who said, that's it. That's all we need to see from mm-hmm. Chase Young. You pull him right. out and you don't need to see him again. And I, I, I think I can pull up some receipts there with Stoner saying that's pretty much the same of all. You, need, you get one play out of, of, uh, of McLaurin and he's out. And you got one play out of Chase and he's out. So Nathan, me, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. It's not the on-field part of it. It's it's the intangibles. It's the things that you can't measure. It's the leadership. It's okay. the being That's why Jonathan Allen. It's, it's is higher than him. Yes. It's being there for your teammates. It's all of that stuff. It's you know it's he was he just, he's also twenty-one years old, defensive rookie of the year, and he had mad deals and business opportunities. How did he get those business? mad deals? From his play, from right. his, obviously his college so now play and his defensive rookie of the year. He's a big name. He's a star. So he, he took wasn't it for get, granted. But he wasn't getting these offers his rookie year. So after his rookie year, he got these offers to go mm-hmm. make more money off the field, yeah. and he took them. I mean, if if it's there and the OTAs are voluntary, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make that money, just like Nathan said. 
anything can happen. I can go to OTAs and do a, a drill and blow out my knee. It could be could. horrible. Mm-hmm. And I set myself up because I just took that Under Armour. I just took the shop interview. I just took, you know, this and that da, 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 to set myself up. So I understand from your point, yes, you should be there from a team family's point of view, but also it's a business. And if you got opportunities to make money outside of just playing football. At the expense at the of your team, you're doing that at the expense of your team. Team it's, building. Team, it's team building. building. They're Fine. voluntary. Building. Take the word voluntary out. Well, they're not going to. That's to. not that's not a Washington well, football thing. That's an okay, NFL Let me ask you this, because it probably won't happen. We draft a rookie QB at number eleven, and he gets mm-hmm. the same deals because I don't know. I don't know for some reason. And he misses OTAs to take those deals. How are you gonna feel about it? Oh if it's really, a rookie quarterback. Really the rookie oh, should not miss them. I'll run him out of town. I know town. it's not, but just saying. I'd run him out of town. It, it, it a, would be seen the same way as Dwayne Haskins taking a selfie when the game's still going on. Which, by the way, I actually didn't didn't hate. I didn't yeah, actually. A lot of people but it's, piled it's on a mindset. But, right. but a, a lot mindset, of people right? are going to uh, yeah, absolutely yeah. rally and just, just get on a young man for doing that one. Well, the um, pass OTAs now. The, the, yeah, the schedule was a first place schedule, and it showed mm-hmm. they had a lot of elite quarterbacks up this time. Uh, we talked about this with EB next season. It's going to be a little bit easier. Big moves, seeing 10, 11 wins, uh, and we kind of see that. It's a little early to see that, you know, really predict next year. But with Washington coming in this this year, why mm-hmm. were we so high on that, even though they had this first you know, first uh, place schedule. Why were we so high? I think because we knew of about how we finished the season last year. Even facing these quarterbacks, we knew it'd be tougher, but we were probably going to beat the quarterbacks that we ended up losing to that we should have beat. We probably kind of knew that we could beat those and kind of expected that we were going to lose to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. But just going off the hype from last year, I mean, literally just the – the way we finished the season, mm-hmm. NFC, you know, East Division champ at seven and nine during COVID. Um, we got Curtis Samuel coming. We got Jemin Davis. We got St. Juice. Landon Collins has a new role. We got Sam Cosme. Gibby's back. William Jackson. That's right. We signed William Jackson. You know, uh, Bobby McCain to help build that already quote unquote stout defense that we had. Yeah. And we were let down after eight games. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest thing. I think you're exactly right, Trev. When you come off of that season that you had, you only mm-hmm. won seven games, but you played very well in the playoff game, although your defense didn't. Defense right. was terrible in that in that wild card game. But mm-hmm. you had a top five defense. So you're thinking, okay, let's build on the top mm-hmm. five defense. Mm-hmm. Let's get better on the offense. Let's get a Curtis mm-hmm. Samuel. Let's get mm-hmm. a Ryan Fitzpatrick. They were really bad on offense. Uh, like, uh, Adam like twenty-eight mm-hmm. out of thirty-two on right. offense. You th- yeah. and if you could just get so, to eighteen on offense, that's right? But keep that's that right. top five defense. Exactly. Massive improvement. That's but, that's why you were hopeful, but obviously it didn't work out that way. But the schedule plays a major role in that. Mm-hmm. So they we talked about it, like you said, with EB. We talked about the guys that we had to deal with this year: the Rodgers, Allen, Herbert. Mahomes, Brady, Wilson, mm-hmm. Dak twice. Mm-hmm. Next year, the schedule is so much different, and all these teams can beat us. I'm not saying we're going to beat all uh, these teams. Right? Would you rather face Josh Allen, or would you rather face Justin Fields? Would you rather face um, Tom Brady, or would you rather face uh, whoever's playing Jared Goff? You know what I mean? I'd rather. So you- so you'd rather face those lesser opponents, and hopefully you can beat them and get a better record. I'd rather sprinkle in some of those top-tier quarterbacks because if all we can do is beat mediocre quarterbacks, if we ever get to the big stage or have to face one of those, we're going to show to the world that we don't belong there because we don't know how to play against top-tier quarterbacks. Yeah, We yeah. beat Tom Brady without Chase Young this year. We did. We beat. I mean, we beat Tom Brady. We beat Russell Wilson. That's two top-tier quarterbacks that we thought we were going to mm-hmm. lose to. We beat. We mm-hmm. made it a game against the Packers. Honestly, we made it a game until late we made a game until second half against pat mahomes so we kind of hung around with these top tier quarterbacks you're right lack thereof on defense and i think that helps 
you because you actually get to see where your team is lacking on defense. That's, that's part play, of that culture Ron wants to build. Yeah. To, if we to, play Jared Goff and we six sacks, it's like our defense is top five. We're going to play Aaron Rodgers next week. We get blown out by 50. We have no sacks. It's like, oh, our defense sucks. It's like, well, like Dallas, for instance, this year. They put up 50 burgers on us when we had Garrett Gilbert or whoever was in our, you know, COVID-ridden schedule. And then they put up 50 on Philly's second and third string. But when they play first string, they don't put up that many points. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, strength of schedule I, does I help. Get, I get that, but I would – I don't really care just, what happens in the course of each of these games. I only care – what happens, you know, when you get to the playoffs and if you get blown out in the playoffs by a really good quarterback, because you hadn't faced a good quarterback, so be it. I would rather well, do that than lose to all these quarterbacks and not make the playoffs. Well, then, you do well, want to make the playoffs, but you don't want to get wanna blown win. out. Yeah. You don't want to just get what Tom well, Brady did to I, I wanna, last I year. Win. No, I'm just saying, but one of the things that you said was that you don't want to go into a season and, and, beat all these terrible quarterbacks and not see where your defense lines up, then gets to the playoffs and gets blown out by a good quarterback. Well, the opposite of that is that you get beat during the regular season and don't even make the playoffs. Making the playoffs is big. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. It doesn't matter how, doesn't matter when, doesn't matter where. That's what you want to see. You got to get into the dance to to be able to dance. Whatever the schedule is too, by the way, because you'll notice the best teams make the schedule on the first place or on the mm-hmm. third place, they're making they're making the playoffs yeah, sure. regardless. So That's you true. do want to you do want to see that consistency year in and year out. Something Washington hasn't had over the years. We're going to do a little bit of lightning round. Okay, you oh, guys ready ooh, for this? Like, oh, All right. All right. I am yeah. awesome at lightning round. Should I Let's take go. my hat off and show my baldness for lightning round? <laughs> Haters, uh, big, big, moves, big moves is uh, big moves is Haters. part of the that crowd. Let me let me see. Oh, he got bald his bald gang bald. Uh, represent. I'm not bald though. I have hair on my head. <laughs> That's the point that nobody gets. Is I'm not bald. Let's go, lightning round. Let's go, lightning round. Here, here here's here's the rules. Okay, there's no wrong answers, but you oh. gotta you gotta be quick with them. Okay, <laughs> I will buzz you. Okay, if, cool. If, if, if it if if you take too long. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. These are just simply best and worst. All right. You guys okay. can have different answers. That's fine. Don't need explanations. This is lightning okay. round. All right. All right. Okay. Let's uh, let me get some music going here for for us. Oh, <laughs> music too. We got a theme song for lightning round. Man, I'm all right. Now let's go. Best play. Terry McLaurin catch on the uh, sideline. Uh, I think it was Falcons. Maybe I don't even remember which. Team no, it was o- a Chargers is the opening. Oh, All right, Trev, you, yeah, Trev, yeah. you got buzzed out. You, you you didn't get one in there. All right, I didn't know. We, are we speaking one at the same at the same time? Same, same time. Get in there. Get in there. All right. Uh, what was our worst loss? Dallas second game. Uh, I'm going to say Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. What was our best win? Tampa. Tampa. What was our best player? McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin. Ooh, oh. that, that one. That oh, was, you was, got it in just in time. Trey. Just yeah. in time there. Uh, who was? What was the worst play? Taylor Heineke's first snap in the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> just him playing at all. I could have yeah. yeah. over there. I, I could really thought come up with anything. Trap uh, was going to go with that that double reverse into the screen thing. This is really um, who who was who was Washington's best draft pick? Dax Milne. John Bates. John Bates. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> who was who was the worst draft pick? Jevin Davis! <laughs> yeah, I, knew I knew it was coming. Do you know how many Browns could give him a pick for the running? St. Juice. Juice. I guess concussions. Uh best free agent. Best free agent? Hmm. Bobby McKay. Humphreys. Ooh, you That's guys were taking it's lightning round, lightning round, lightning round. Yeah, I know. Uh, but... Worst free agent. Uh, William Jackson. Kurt Samuel. <laughs> could have also done Fitzpatrick. Could have also done Fitzpatrick. All right. Uh, last one just for, for fun here. Oh, Who is this last one? Last one. 
best coach. Jennifer King. Jennifer King. Shout out Jennifer King. All Absolutely. right, that's gonna that's gonna end our, our little lightning round. All right, I enjoyed that. Can I, I take the lightning round to Jason in there with the lightning round as well? Um, I think another reason why we didn't succeed is we don't we don't have depth anywhere outside mm. of I mean offensive line depth we do, but defensive side of the ball, I mean we saw it we saw it with COVID. Because, yeah. I mean, that's probably going to happen again next year. We have to be weird with that. And we don't have – the depth we did have was not very good depth. So I think we need to attack our depth a little bit better than we did this offseason. Yeah. I, so depth is something I think that it takes a few years to build up quality depth because I think depth you really get over a few drafts here. Uh, you brought up the O-line. The O-line was exposed a couple times, but statistically – Mm -hmm. uh, they did rank fairly high. In fact, PFF had the O-line ranked fourth thanks to uh, Washington Football Addicts for the stat here in our, our comment section. Um, and Taylor Heineke just oh couldn't God. get it he's, done. He couldn't he get it he's done. Like, no. he, so, he's a cube, he's a, he is a high end. I know EB came on and he was just like, he's like number 24 of, of all the QBs. I wouldn't put him that high. He is a quality backup quarterback. I will say this. The, the man did win seven – he went seven and nine this season because he didn't start the Chargers game. Uh, well, and, and he also well, missed yeah. one. He didn't play another game because of COVID. Yeah, he had the COVID because Gary Oh, Gilbert so played. yeah. So then he would be seven and eight. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, not a bad terrible. not a bad season win-loss, but here's the thing. It's a team sport, and if you look yeah. at a lot of those victories that, that Washington had, they were winning by – that, you know, we have it on on the the bottom here. The four game win streak was largely a ball control offense where they mm -hmm. dominated the line of scrimmage, ran Gibson and McKissick, and all all Taylor's responsibility was was don't give the ball away, which he did, and they won mm -hmm. four in a row. JD McKissick probably the probably the most the 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 most underappreciated player on the team. Maybe I should have put that in the lightning round. The uh because he goes down and, and Washington's offense just didn't seem to be able to put it together. Not that they were really lights out with him, but they were at least doing things with him on the field. What you got, Trent? I know the seven and eight, it's a nice sounding stat, but if you actually sat down and watched Taylor Heineke play he played worse than that seven and eight stat. I mean, he really did. He's why you can't just his, look at the box score when he comes. Yeah, you can't. So I don't know if he's even that good of a solid quarterback too, because we've seen him. He was he used to be known for coming in, taking over the game when it's like we're, when we're trailing, coming back and getting us the win and put us. He really didn't do that that much this offseason. That second, four game win streak, second half. Yeah, yeah, that four game win streak. We were ahead of those games or if we were like down with them like a score so it didn't have to call for too much of a comeback but i don't yeah. trust that man to come back to be called in in an important game as quarterback two if your quarterback one goes down or has to miss a game for something i don't trust him coming back from a two score deficit to lead you to victory i just i think he's a managing quarterback mm -hmm. but i just don't i just don't think he has it in him to well i'll <sighs> put it this way um if you compare him to all the other backup quarterbacks in this league, I mm -hmm. would put him in the top five of backup quarterbacks. And don't you want that on your team in case you your do. starter goes down? Who's your top you five? want somebody? I mean, I'd have to go through the list, but there's probably not five guys I could even name. You know, maybe there's a either. Gardner Minshew. Gardner uh, Minshew, Colt McCoy. I mean, Colt McCoy, do. come on. He is. He Brian, is, Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is like 40. He's a backup quarterback. go Wolf to Colt yeah. McCoy as if you don't want Colt McCoy? Yeah, you don't. No. Colt McCoy. No, 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 no. Casey Sorry. Keenum. Or Case, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I don't even know if he's he's probably still in the league somewhere. Yeah. He is. He's, he's literally like, back up to Baker Mayfield for the Browns. And he played a couple games this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a lot of these guys Your play, list would be I'm horrible because like, you don't even know who's playing and still. Well, that's, that's kind of my point. One games for oh, Arizona okay. while while Kyle uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, he what he won out. one game. He won one out of like three. Okay, and Good what do you him. want a backup that's quarterback great. to do? Exactly. 
And, that, will, and my overarching point in all of that is we get all caught up in these numbers and these backups and everything. Mm-hmm. If you have backups in there, no matter where they come from, they're not going to be good enough. They're backups for a reason. And if you're playing your fourth center and your fifth linebacker and your sixth receiver, that's not good, and you're going to lose um, the majority of those games. Jimmy G came in and was pointing out that we are down. We were down to the fourth and fifth linebacker four games in a row when he was the backup quarterback in New England. So it's 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 very doable. And he went to the Super Bowl when he left. Yeah, that's a quarterback in New England. But that's what you want your backup quarterback to do. If you want to come, you want him to come in and win games from the jump. Not you know. I don't think Taylor. I just don't. I want to move move on from Taylor Heineke because I hate talking about that kid. Yeah. Well, he's going to be here next year. (laughs) He's going to be the backup next year. I have it's, a hot it's take. 100%. He's not going to be the backup this he's year. He's going to be here. You don't go. think he's I mean, going to be unless the they. Nope. Okay. Nope, I mean, because us. he's going to lose the job or yep. or they're just going to cut him. He'll they're, be the third nope. string. He'll be on nope. this roster. You think I'll bet you a roster? dollar right now. Yeah, he's going to be on the roster. You think so? Yes. Yeah, they trust, they trust him. They trust him. He knows the offense. He's not going to go out there and throw up all over himself when you need him. Next he did that for us already. <laughs> what are you talking about? I agree. They don't. You heard that in the comments, the all the coaches' comments. He's not going to. They don't want him to be the starter. Okay. They're yeah, nobody wants everything. Him to be the starter. They're going to do everything in their power for him to not be the starter. But he's going to be did on the not, roster. Did you not see our reactions? Half our reactions were Heineke making us react like this. Mm. Our, he goes right, up right. all over himself all the time. That, no, that, inter- no, that, inter- that. that interception to end the game. I disagree. That was just. That was just. Yeah, no, he's, he's had a couple he's, where he's. he's I mean, fine, yeah, he's, he's not a fine great. backup quarterback. He's a fine, he's a backup, fine quarterback. backup quarterback. Yeah, he's not the only problem that no. Washington needs to get past. What are no. some of the other holes that became apparent yeah. over the course of the season? Linebacker depth. Mike, depth, Mike depth linebacker. In depth in general. Our cornerbacks, we don't have any depth. Corn Elder, Daryl Roberts. Yeah, but those Jimmy guys, Craig again, Corn those guys are like care. those guys are like fifth and sixth guys. You, but we there need, is nobody I, better than those guys around the league. That's what I'm, like I'm saying, but. People need, still upset Jimmy Moreland was let go. Yeah, Jimmy Moreland was let go. There's other, I mean, there's other people out there who are better than Corn Damn Elder. I promise you that. But uh, I'm just saying, like, we need depth just in case. Because our 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 franchise gets hit with the injury bug every single year, and it mm-hmm. hits us hard and when it counts. And now COVID helps. So we, we're going to have to, like, sign some one-year vet minimum deals, I think, in this offseason. Well, okay. Look, they, they, have, they have their whole roster. They have their practice squad. They have their – all of these things, right? And yeah. then – Guys start getting hurt. Guys start going in protocols, and you start using that all up. So you're in the middle of December, and you need you need a a defensive back. Mm-hmm. They're not just you know hanging around at your door. You have to go find some guy some guy who's out on the street, and you got to put him into your starting lineup. We saw mm-hmm. that with the linebackers, and we saw that with guys like Corn Elder, and I can't even I don't even know that linebacker's name that played that started that one Sunday night game or the Monday night game, whatever that was. The, You're they're, right. They're not even in the league, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you ha- he has to be starting. Well, so there's no way to like plan for that because you kinda, only have so many roster spots. There kind of is. David Mayo had a roster spot from day one. There's no reason mm-hmm. why he should have a roster spot from day one. He was a backup. That's what I'm saying. We can get better veterans than David Mayo out there to, to be our depth pieces because so- – Maybe, yeah. Don't maybe. necessarily agree on that because because what yeah, David Mayo is bringing and this and this is something this coaching team valued and they they mentioned that and that's the reason why Gilbert got the start over the other quarterbacks was he had game day experience right mm-hmm. so they they value not only they they're not looking for guys who are off the street who just have great skill sets. You know mm-hmm. who can who can run the cone drill fast and do all these other things. They want no. guys who have that kind of experience, which is why David Mayo saw the field. He also saw the field because they incorrectly assumed Jamin Davis could oh play gosh. Mike uh, linebacker, yeah. middle linebacker, which thing. is 
a little concerning given the fact that both Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are linebackers themselves were, were linebackers. They have that, that pedigree. I really think that they, that I do think that there might be a time where he can get, get there. Jamin Davis can get there, but this year was not that year. He if, if he plays time. in the right position, he could probably oh, if get he, there. If they played him, if they played him uh, on the outside, which How is what you? which is what Ron Rivera said is his strength. Then I think we would have we would have been talking about him in a much better light. But the problem was is they were, you know, they forced him into a position that he just wasn't and ready I for. Told y'all, told y'all from day one, they're asking that man to do some do way too much for his rookie mm-hmm. year coming from Kentucky. Even at that, way too much. I think so. And all the, everybody for except sure. for up here was like, no, give him time, give him time. All these other rookies in the same position as him are are succeeding in the NFL right now. So, so. Trent out, says that the, outside. The, yes. the depth has been exposed, and he he yeah. thinks that, that that's something they need to build on. Stoner, did you give an answer to this one? Uh, what was the specific question? What did this this what did this season kind of show you that Washington needs, you know, to improve on this uh, coming up? Well, uh, I mean, do we we already talked about contract? I mean, uh, quarterback. God, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's obvious, and in, in the linebacker for sure. But you mm-hmm. have to either figure out that Curtis Samuel is the guy, or Deami Brown is the guy. You have to find that second piece opposite Terry McLaurin. Yeah. That's, Shout out to, that's to a Jason in the comments. I put put it up there. Offensive power is definitely one of those things. Yeah. They, they yeah. Eat, Taylor Heineke or no? There, there's offenses that move. Like, there's a lot of people who knock. Uh, Baker Mayfield, but that Cleveland Browns offense still can do powerful things. And yeah. so, you know, you would want to see that coming out of Washington. Uh, maybe what did you guys feel about Turner's offense? I was going to say, maybe Turner needs to find a new philosophy on offense and get rid of his dad stuff or stuff he used in Carolina because it ain't working. And we like, we had weapons. Okay. We had weapons, even though some were injured, but we still had Terry. We still had Diami. We still had Humphreys. We had Dax sometimes. We had Gibby, um, you know, Bates, Seals Jones. We had, JD, yeah. yeah, JD. We had some, but we were so pedestrian. You couldn't, it looked like all those guys were awful because yeah. our play calling was so boring. It was nothing exciting. And when he did call exciting, it was at the wrong damn time. Hmm. Wrong, wrong, you know, wrong time. Trev, you, game, called, wrong... you called the opening play that one, uh, that one game. It was going to be a play action deep bomb to Terry McLaurin. And you, and you uh, can't throw the second game, I believe. Yeah. And, and you just can't hit it. No. And so here's the thing I don't necessarily, I actually didn't mind the play calling. I think that Scott Turner had, the, the team just has limitations. Yeah. So now, sometimes the play calling was atrocious. Now, I'm not yes. trying to give Scott Turner an entire pass here. But yeah. there were some severe limitations based off of the personnel that he has, right? So, so coach you to bring those limitations in, then. Yeah, that's what I was that gonna say. Part, I agree. Yeah, that part you I had, do agree. You had, coach 18, those limitations. you had 18 weeks to coach Taylor Heineke in this offense, and he looked different in almost every single game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not sophisticated yeah. to you know fully understand offenses and what they're doing and whether or not it's a good offense or a bad offense. But you you have to look can, at the end product and see yeah. what you got. And this offense was not good. However, mm-hmm. when their offensive line was healthy and they mm-hmm. could run the ball and they could say, okay, we're going to pound the ball. We've got this new tight end. We've got John Bates over there and we've got Gibson and we've got the strong offensive line. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And they did that and it worked. Mm-hmm. And then guys started getting hurt. JD McKissick got hurt. Offensive mm-hmm. lineman got sheriff, got hurt. Cosme got hurt. Schweitzer got hurt. Tyler Lawson, <laughs> uh, you know, all those guys. Chase Roulier. Yeah, Chase Chase Roulier. That was a big he's, loss for the season. Still guys the he's still in the boot. Yeah. So all those guys getting hurt has an effect on your ability to uh, to have successful offense. So that's – but I wouldn't care. If you said Scott Turner's fired, I'd say, okay. Me too. That's fine. If you say Scott you Turner's coming back, I'll be oh, like, okay, that's fine. So I don't know that there's necessarily a whole lot of hot names right now. As far as you can find somebody, that you can, 
but I don't necessarily think Scott Turner's the problem. I'm going to give some shout outs to some people who have recently joined us. We got Redskins Weekly in the chat. We got Kalu, who's bringing that Eagle stuff oh, in here. We appreciate we, we appreciate him. Uh, shout out to him finishing up his uh, his senior year. Uh, he do, he is a big Jay Reeves guy, so we we appreciate that. Uh, as far as the Eagles comment though, you're not gonna yeah, we can't that, have so. that. We can't. Uh, have that. Was Scott Turner our offensive coordinator last year? Yes. Yes. And our offense was a trophy. Shout out to Angel uh, Soto as well. Uh, Yeah, and they're bad. And he's only been an offensive coordinator for like, if you count the time here, Mm -hmm. for like two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Because in Carolina, he didn't take over the offensive coordinator until like halfway through that year before they all got fired. Right? So, or or he he ended up going through the rest of the year. Once Ron Rivera got fired, he stayed Mm -hmm. on. And he only did about half the year as an offensive coordinator. Before that, he was like a I don't know, quarterback's coach mm-hmm. or something like that. So yeah, he's only been doing this for like two and a half years. Position coach. I think, the I OC. Think, so we so lit, maybe like, that has something to do with it. And we literally have to get a quarterback in here to I maybe mean, that, that can fit his it. offense. And maybe his, his offense will look better mm-hmm. because the quarterbacks he's had to coach for us probably didn't really fit the offense he's looking to Well, you should us. never do that. You should always design your offense around the talent. You should, talent. but Scott yeah. Turner obviously. But maybe, but maybe they not. bring in Deshaun Watson, as we talked uh, about in a previous go. video. Maybe they go. bring in Carr, like one of the comments no. in there. Maybe they draft the guy, as Jason's yeah. asking us in this Ooh. comment here. We're not going to talk too much about the draft this episode. We will be talking oh, about yeah. the draft as great. we come, as we come question, up. Though. It is a good question. That's the second Kyle Hamilton, that one that came up here. I've said it before, mm-hmm. and I'll say it again. I do not think they draft a quarterback in round one. I do. Okay. At least with the first pick. I will I will I'm gonna make that that uh they might jump back into the first round, late late first round, but they're yeah, not taking it with January. their first pick. It's still um, early. A lot of things are going to happen with that. Uh, this season's done, guys. We're not going to continue beating the dead horse. We will be talking more about you know players individually and what to look forward to in free agency and those kind of things as far as whether or not they're going to keep Sheriff. That's going to be its own separate topic entirely. Uh, you can look for, forward to more of that great content coming up on our channel. But right now, we're going to go ahead and hit the cool down button for today. And we'll be cooling down with some playoff talk where I'm going to talk trash hey. to those those Kwame Eagles coming up oh, here on the right. cool down. We're going to shut. All right, gents, it is disappointing that Washington's not in the playoffs and two NFC East teams are. (laughs) We are, unfortunately, too used to that. Uh, What are you two excited about hitting for this uh, this playoffs? You guys got any Mm -hmm. guesses for how this 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 playoffs are going to go? I don't know if I can go all the way to Super Bowl, but. I think the Eagles shocked the world and beat Tampa Bay, and that wow. would be that would be awesome because then it's literally wide open. Because as long as Tampa Tom Brady is in the playoffs, I don't care who he's throwing to, who he's handing off to, who's coaching him, he has a shot. He's Tom Brady. So until you eliminate him, it's it's you whatever. Would, but I think what, you would choose you would choose the Eagles over Tom Brady. I mean, as far yeah. as rooting for, yeah, I want somebody different want- in the Super Bowl. Oh man! If you're not gonna Eagles, represent us, if you're gonna, rep- I'm not. Da- I'm damn sure not rooting for the Cowboys. Well, why and if we want the NFC, no, no, no one's cheering NFC, on. No, no one's if, cheering I'm not on the Cowboys. Rooting for it. I, if no. you want the NFC East to stop being looked as the least, then you. I don't, then I don't Eagles, care about that. Well, I do because then we nobody <laughs> wants to come to our damn division if we if we make to the playoffs <laughs> and get blown out or barely make the playoffs with whatever. So I want the Eagles to shock the world and get the defending champions out of there and make things super interesting. Okay. All well, right. Let me Trev ask you this. Trev is in the minority here because oh I'm going God, for bro, I am not picking. Trev. No. Why? Did you just say division rival? It's better than the Cowboys. Well, then I don't I want Tom Brady. I want Tom Brady to go home. I want to make it out of this weekend. I want both I mean, of them to lose this weekend. Let Tom lose next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
To who? Ooh. A better team than the Eagles? Who cares? Nah, dog. I want the Eagles to win so then they can get blown out by a better team next round. Because <laughs> <laughs> their hopes would be high, like, oh, we'd be Tom Brady how about, in the playoffs. And how about this? And not Tom Brady. How about this? How about they get blown out and by Tampa Bay, and then whoever Tampa Bay plays blows Tampa Bay out? No, Wouldn't that dude, be the best case? If Tampa, if Tampa wins this first game, that yeah. gives their team more time to get healthier and Tom Brady to get more weapons for them to make a Super Bowl Their run. receivers we've are beyond broken. We've, but we've seen this before. Even last year, they had a healthier team, but they were, what, 9-5 and five going into the playoffs or something like that? 10-5? and five? I don't know. And they, they got hot this. at the end. They yes! At the end. It's yeah. Tom Brady. He, he right. made everybody that we talk about. He made them. Julian hey, Edelman. Hey, Wes hey, Wilker. Hey. <laughs> Andre Dillon. Everybody. I don't know can, who Andre I, Dillon is. Corey Dillon, maybe? Corey Dillon, maybe, yeah, that's him. <laughs> he's made all these plays. He's had less than he's had at Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. So until he gets knocked out, he has a high chance there, of getting back. There are it. four teams that are that are in the playoffs right now that have not won the Super Bowl. Can we, can exactly. we cheer on one of these teams instead? That's why I want Tampa to get out. Because if you give that, I'm telling y'all, man, if Tampa wins, this is their Let me ask you this, Trev. Let me ask you this. What if Tampa and Philly were playing in the NFC Championship? Would you root for Philly? That's tough. Silence is golden. Would you? No, I would never root for Philly. Ever. Against anybody. I'm picking and hoping... I'm my own damn person. I can do what I want. So I'm picking the Eagles. Right. To you definitely can do whatever Buccaneers. you want. Jason's taking the 49ers, yeah. 49ers beat the Cowboys. I hope they do. The Bengals lose first round. Their hype is over. Sorry, but right. their hype is over. And then the other upset, is, and the Raiders lose their first round game. Ronchi understands, by the way. Ronchi understands. Eagles and the hottest, be on the couch. The yes, hottest. Please. Oh, my gosh. Well, obviously, but. I don't want Tom Brady in the playoffs at all. We want somebody else. Kwame well. can't even pick his own team, by the way. He, he's taking the Chiefs and the Rams he's in the Super Bowl. Less left. As long as he's got Gronk and a running back and offensive line, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kwame. Thank you. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> Go Eagles. Um, well, and then and my, I, my and hottest I pick. To... Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, we got a hotter take than you picking a division rival. The Pittsburgh Steelers upset the Kansas City Chiefs first round. That's mm, that's, that's pretty a pretty odd. that's a pretty that's hot pretty, take. They're right now what hot twelve take. point underdog. It don't matter. It's playoffs, baby. Pe- people big are ben posting Bundy. that it's uh, Big Ben's retirement hey, game. Tell you, <laughs> they were saying that same stuff in Week Seven. Now where are they at? At home watching this, right. this man in the playoffs. So that's all I'm saying. It, that would be a storybook ending uh, for for Big Ben if they were to end up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I would like to see – I agree. Someone's mentioned out there Cincinnati would be a fun one to see. Um, let's see. Who else hasn't made it? Buffalo is Stoner's preseason Mac pick. Yep. Mac Jones. Uh, those two from uh, from the AFC have not, uh, have not made it to the Super Bowl or have not won the Super Bowl, rather. And then Arizona has not uh, won a Super Bowl. And I thought there was one more in there that I I uh, brought up, but I might have been wrong. So, but at least three of those teams then haven't uh, haven't won a well, Super Bowl. Well, so the number pretty, one seed who has the week off, Tennessee. Tennessee. And, that's the one. That's yeah. that's the one I was missing. I was I knew I was. I'm looking at the uh, schedule yeah. and I'm like, there's one I'm missing. Tennessee one more. has not won a. Has not won a Super Bowl either. So Steelers win. We'll see. And the Eagles win. Okay. I can't wait for Dollar Dollar on Sunday. Oh, wait. Some of those games might have already (laughs) taken place. So I can't take his money. All right. Let's pick Saturday's games because we won't be able to pick uh, Sunday's and Monday's games. All bets aside, check that out. Sunday at 11, we will be making picks on the rest of the playoff schedule. But let's go ahead and make... Mm -hmm. Just some generic picks here for Saturday's games. Saturday, 4.30, you got Las Vegas versus Cincinnati, both 10 and 7. Is that – are we going – are we picking with the spread or are we just, just picking put, straight pick up? Just pick money line. Just pick straight up. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I I think I think Vegas. I think Vegas is going to upset in this game, and that might be a. Oh no, I can't pick that because that's Saturday. That was going to be my upset of the week on all bets aside. Yeah, I think Vegas. What do you think, Trev? Vegas. I'm Ooh. taking Cincy. I think that right. Cincy. I think Vegas's run has been pretty special, but I think it ends here. Saturday, eight fifteen on CBS, mm-hmm. New England and Buffalo for the third time this season. Yep. The boogeyman in upstate New York. Well, here's Western the thing about New York, actually. Western New York, yeah. The, here's the thing about that game. That's going to be another one of those terrible weather days as far as temperature. Right cold. now, they're calling for mm-hmm. like, yeah, like below zero temperatures. Mm-hmm. Wind's not going to be as bad as the last time that they played. So I think I got to go with my guy. I got to go with Josh Allen and the Bills on that one. So that's that's who I'm picking. I got Buffalo in the bad weather. They probably will, but I'm picking the Patriots because I'm right. I think Bill Belichick has created this master plan for his rookie quarterback to succeed and beat the Bills, who were not that good at home all year. I know playoffs is a different season, but still, they're not good at home, and their place is always packed week one, week seven, week 18. Mm -hmm. So it's no different atmosphere. It's just another game. Go Patriots. I really wish the Bills would have been up against any other opponent this week, and I would have felt better about picking the Bills. Unfortunately, they go up against the Bill, Belichick, and uh, mm-hmm. I just I just feel like New England's going to s- squeeze this one out, and it's just yeah. just be disappointing for our uh, our Buffalo Bill f- Bill uh, friends once again. It's just, which is Robert Rivera's model gonna... franchise. Supposedly, he always compares everything to Buffalo and how they build their team. So, we'll see how it goes. Again, you'll have to catch us on Sunday. Where we'll be, okay. yeah, those yep. are the only two games on Sunday. We'll be uh, talking at eleven a.m. in the morning. All bets aside, where we'll be putting, uh, we'll be putting our money where our mouth is on the rest of the games. And weather permitting, as we're supposed to be getting some some weather yeah. on Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. we're spo- we plan to live stream the San Francisco and Dallas game, where you can hear us jeer against the Dallas. Cowboys. I might actually root for the Cowboys just to make you guys mad. Okay, so this is now a two-person <laughs> show. Sorry, have, Trev's been booted. I we will have Trev, none of that. I think Trev leagues. Leads the league in getting booted out of the uh, absolutely. Streaming. I do. I get. I <laughs> yeah, lead the league in that I, and hot like, takes and <laughs> just takes. trolls and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> I will say this though, though Trev, uh, at so the beginning of the yeah. show, I thought I maybe um, you know you were kind of in a in a in a poopy mood. You weren't. Uh-huh. You weren't happening. You were. You were just not feeling it. But mm-hmm. by the end, we got you back to the Trev we got, that we, we know got and the love. Trev. We got the yeah, full we got Trev. the whole Trev. Yeah, was, I know. yeah. Am I right? At the beginning, yeah. you were just you were just kind of pissy or whatever. I was. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, was he was he was he no, was expecting back. to have to talk about the Washington season where he knew they were disappointed. Yeah, I could, I could we had pastures ahead of us. Do we? I'm tired of hearing that. We said that every damn year. We got greener pastures ahead of us, and they're and all every year brown, we believe language, it. But the pastures and every are year the we believe it, and every year we're back. I am and, not and on, on on Groundhog's Day. You're going to be just slurping up every last bit of that announcement, and you're going to be getting yeah, some fresh gear. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. For you year. want to not be hyped because we're getting new, it's new merch. We're, we're gonna look different. We're gonna have there's a only name. One, there's only one groundhog, by the way. I'm just saying. You sure? It's not Groundhog's Day. There's just one. It's one, his day. It's it's the it's groundhog, groundhog day. It's the Groundhog's Day. Like it's Stoner's <laughs> day. It's Groundhog it's, Day. Okay. So uh, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> look it up just, right yeah. now. Dollar dollar okay. right now. It's Groundhog's Day. We'll let them decide that. I'm going to close out the show. So catch us on Sunday, all bets aside, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll be back Wednesday, 7.30 on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can catch us there. We're sponsored by Pacers Running. For every run, they'll take you through your New Year's resolutions. Make sure that you hit your goals. We're also sponsored by Skybar. You can check them out in Lexington, Virginia, when they open. Very, very soon. Super All excited right. for our man uh, Trev down there, who is managing Skybar. 
Love to have everyone in the chat. Uh, shout out to those who we haven't. Uh, Janet Key is new. Uh, Jankity. Ronchi is Jankity uh, there. Uh, we had uh, uh, Matt O, Matty O uh, jumped in there as well. So shout out to those who, who jumped in the chat. Always appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe to our channel. Mm. We appreciate it. We did hit over oh, yeah. 500, so we should be unlocking the community feature here soon. So be Thank you all very much for content. helping us Thank reach you that level, too. for your support. And until next time. What, Nathan? Be a fan. We love Washington, uh-huh, and we saw them die hard fans, yeah, we are. you know we keep it on 10, one, let's talk about two, the offense, one, two, three, let's go, and they gifted, we are, ref the district, come on now and join us, join us. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.